0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Sports Radio 92.9 A Game. A little Colin Hay with his cricket eyes. Um, Greg Sports Radio 9290 Game 99thegame, 9290 Game.com.
2: some Vegemite, a Vegemite sandwich. You ever had one? Oh, no, I taste a little Vegemite. No, thank you, kind Yeah, keep that to yourself.
1: Yeah, <laughs> on this 15th day of January, little men in black, as we get ready to talk, Australian Open Garrett's the best. I'm telling you. Uh, we don't talk to her enough, but we do talk to her anytime a major comes around, sometimes even a couple times during that fortnight. But we have to kick things off, and, of course, this is something that you wait for. So I'm, I, I enjoy watching you get all worked up into a lather. What? Because you love talking tennis.
2: I do. And
1: I, well, that's what I just said.
2: Yeah. Well, we, so, we, 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 I, bo- we both enjoy our Well, guests. I do, we but, both, you know. Karen. We both
1: enjoy Well, that's true. We do. I, and let me just say publicly, I really enjoy your husband. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that,
2: Okay. Yeah, we go we're gonna really leave that. We'll leave that. We're we gonna leave that way, that. Join her husband. How's
1: yeah, I, how's how's he doing so far, Karen? <laughs> we welcome you onto oh, the show. So far he's having a great doing. Okay, year, yeah. good. Let's leave it there. <laughs> and and by the way, how's your son doing too? Yeah, really. Oh,
2: good, good, good deeds list. Woo hoo. What <laughs> way to go, proud mom? Yeah. Outstanding. Congrats on that. Congrats on that. Oh, thanks. Well, folks, we're always glad to spend some time with Karen Pistain at Tennis Panorama News as we get set for the first major of the year of the New Year Australian Open. It will start in just a few hours. Um, Karen, what, what do you expect? And there's some, obviously some people that we found out in the, the last couple of weeks that will not be there as our number one ranked men's player won't be there. And a uh, past champion announced this week that she will not be there. But there are a lot of other people who will be.
3: Yeah, there will. Uh, um, Coco Goff, of course. Uh, Iga uh, uh And somebody who wasn't there last year because he got deported, uh, Novak Djokovic. <sighs> don't I, I hear Greg somebody no, don't get w- with a, I, I can feel uh, Greg's uh, breathing, uh, quickening, hearing his name. I, I hear that. God, <laughs> I'm not
1: going to start already. God, you were setting up the time. <laughs> very nicely. <laughs> Sitting back.
3: Uh-huh. But – yeah, but yeah, the folks who are not here, yeah, Carlos Alcaraz, and uh, the big surprise, uh, Naomi Osaka, who is pregnant and won't be playing at any time t- until next year. So that's a big shock. Yes. Um, as for the draw itself, um, it to me, looking at the the men's and women's draws, I, you know. Iga Swiatek has dominated so much this past year. I can't see her not winning. And even though Coco Goff is would uh, play her in the most likely the uh, quarterfinals, Golf has never beaten Swiatek. So I I have to I have to say that Swiatek's going to win on the women's side. However, the men's side. Rafa, he comes in, he's only won maybe one match out of the last seven, trying to get major number twenty three. But I I don't have a good feeling about the defending champ, and I have to say this, Djokovic's draw looks way easier.
1: Plus we don't expect that from, from Nadal on, on the Australia. We don't expect him that on the hard court, really. Not at this no age. <laughs> He's He seems to be true, like – true,
3: and it's funny. No one expected him last year to win, and he did. Yeah. So, he, he, you never know.
1: But that injury got worse throughout the course of the year. I mean, this is a guy who could not wait health-wise for the end of the season. He was doing it all mm-hmm. with duct tape and and, and and barbed wire to keep himself going there. Uh, again, Karen Pastena of Tennis Panorama joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. As you guys talk about and you start naming these players and, and – you know the, the the few Americans that we do know hope to ascend. But you and I and Sam last year talked about this trend that seems to be going on, where these young players are retiring. Ash Barty, number one player in the world, was she number one when she quit? Yeah, she walked away. Yes, she was. They just they just at 24 years old, like I'm ready to retire. Yep. they. I mean, there's mm-hmm. 24. Don't get me wrong. There's 24 year old athletes who got all the money in the world. We could name them. We can spend the next hour yep. talking about them, But why are we seeing this in tennis the way we have been? Well,
3: I guess it's because, think of the money. Ash Barty retired being worth at least $25, $26 million. And let's face it, I mean, Naomi Osaka at this point in her life, also the, basically the same age, she's worth at least $61 million. I know, but Karen sixty-one million dollars. Who I wouldn't be surprised. Like, oh, you know what? I'm ha- having my kid. I can live off this sixty-one million. But he, I don't know. I I think she'll come back. But who knows? Is this an individual I mean, for, sport for thing? Some because some people it's about the money. I guess yeah. I don't know.
2: You know what I've, I've said, Karen and and uh, and folks. You know, we're pleased to have Karen for here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. And she is social. You can follow her on Twitter at tennis news TPN. Tennis news TPN. I've told people in the last few years that we're going to miss the Williams sisters when they off the scene because it takes a little something special. Once you got more money than you ever spend, to go out and still play like you broke, you know what right. I mean. It, 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 you know what I mean. It, it's You're tough. Right. It's tough to do that, and the the uh, consistent excellence over that s- sustained period of time. I think we're going to miss that because, as you just said, Greg, and as you point out, this new generation coming going to say, "I'm worth this much." and I don't have to go out here, you know, fine. I'm fine. I don't know if we see Naomi Osaka come back. Or, I don't either. Or, 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 or not, considering <laughs> the, way, the way her status has been in recent years. I,
1: and I absolutely believe you. With that and, and the other issue that she had, too, struggling with, you know, issues of mental health, so you put that, being a new mama, uh, whatever knocked her that that edge that she had that got her to ascend to number one in the world, you put all that in a blender, and just as you said, I don't know if they're going to work that hard again. And then here we are having a conversation that our grandfathers never had. $21 million, $25 million, that's not enough? Oh, well, I'm going to go out and do this. When, you know, when they were coming up, that's what Ford Motor Company said they made in a year, that
2: this, this Ash Barty made in one year. Yeah, you know, but, the, but that, that, that's the thing that we watch with this current uh, line of players. You talked about Coco Golf, you know, coming up on, on, on the women's side. Uh, Jessica Pagula, uh, I think is a, th- a three seed. I think both of them will be in action to, on the very first night, right?
3: Yeah, Coco Gauff is the first match on on Rod Laver Arena, 7 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time, on uh, ESPN. Yep, she's the first one up. And she's going to be playing um, Sinia who people know as the number one doubles player in the world, but she can hold her own in singles. So that should be a a fun match to watch. Now, looming for Gauff, should she actually win, would be... um, 2021 US Open champ Emma Raducanu. So that might be int- very interesting. So we'll see. But I think I think Golf is going to hold her own until <laughs> she gets to goes beyond tech. And that's my personal opinion. But you never know. Things, it's the beginning of the year. She's coming off a tournament win at Adelaide. So, you know, we'll see what Coba can do.
2: Yeah. Talk about a couple of we we a couple of uh, young folks who are uh have their roots here in Atlanta. Uh, are are in the tournament draw on the men's and women's side. Uh, One is Ben Shelton, uh, who we saw his dad. Brian, of course, played the tour and was the women's coach at Georgia Tech for many years now at University of Florida. He got his first pro win uh, here in Atlanta at the the Atlanta tournament, the first ATP event Mm -hmm. Atlanta Open. And then we have Alicia Parks, a young lady who I met when she was like about eight years old down on the south side of town. And she really turned it up uh, at the last part of the season and she cracked the top 100. She's in the draw, too. Talk a little bit about this yep. this uh, new wave of, of breakthrough young Americans, and what do you expect from them at this tournament?
3: Well, you know, I I don't both of them, you know, they don't have any fear. It's you know they they try to attack everything, and it's you know being young like that, you don't have fear. Ben for Ben Shelton, this is the first. In fact, when he had uh, someone interviewed him yesterday. And this is going to be the first time he's ever used his passport in going to Australia. So he's never left the country before. Um, so it's a new experience for him, and I am sure the Aussies are going to love him. And you know, you're you're young, it's like you don't fear anything. I think you know he'll have he'll he'll have he'll be try to be strong and. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it also being the best of five sets, he's only played best of five, uh, you know, at, uh, maybe once or twice So, I mean, in terms of tournaments. So we'll see how he can hold up. But he's young, so this shouldn't be a problem for him, really.
1: Karen, we can talk when, about – oh, I'm sorry. Go
3: ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say this year there are 31 Americans in the uh, Australian Open draw, a huge amount. But anyway, go ahead. So, no, well, I was just like going to say
1: you hope those names ascend and, and – and bring pride back to um, American tennis. But as far as I'm concerned and the seat I sit in right now, this sport is all up to one guy, and that's Nick Carrios. And he has mm-hmm. to continue to wear that black hat because if if I got to put up with Djokovic ascending back up there, whoever number one is, you got to figure this guy's going to get back up to where he is. He's the number one player right now. He's the Hall of Famer. As we just talked about, Nadal's, you know, he's on the 18th hole of his of his career. But him being there, meaning Joker, by himself just dominating everybody, doesn't bring me back to the television, doesn't bring me to a point where I care about tennis. Now, if he's got himself an adversary, somebody who can get him worked up into a lather on the court, yeah, then I'm tuning in. And, by the way, who can beat him, or it looks like he can, I don't know if he can do it regularly, but those two, when you tell me right now that those two are playing, I'm tuning in for that match and this is what this
2: sport needs.
3: Yeah, Nick Nick Kyrgios, you know, he's a, he's talented, and if if he if he kept his head in the game all the time, I wouldn't doubt he'd be a number one player. But, you know, he's good at it, he's great at it, but he doesn't have, I think, his 100% heart in it. He even said uh, the other day that if he wins the Australian Open, that he'll retire. See, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> all
1: these dudes, they're, they're their own worst enemy, I'm telling you.
3: <sighs> yeah, and he's—I don't know how much money he's worth, but he's—he's he's got good money because he's got a lot of endorsements and whatnot. Can, can I? Oh so, yeah,
1: Sam. Can I take this someplace? Because I really wanted to ask Karen and get her perspective on go something ahead, that you and I have talked. We haven't talked to Karen since Martina made her announcement yep. uh, about her cancer. Not just just mm-hmm. th- was it uh, breast cancer, and was it her throat? Yeah, she has throat, some problems yep. with you know. And, and and I say this with, with tongue in cheek and a little lighthearted because here once again it's Chris Everett is dealing with cancer, Martina's got cancer, but yet Martina's got one more thing more than her. It's always competitive with these two. But as we as we talk about them and they're being treated for what they're going through, do you believe that that rivalry in America? Well, excuse me, in sports period has got the respect that it deserves. Yeah, uh, you can say. Oh, it,
3: definitely not. It definitely does not get the 88 respect matches.
1: I'm talking big matches. Those yeah, two went at. Yeah,
3: because most of the time they were playing each other in semifinals or f- mostly finals. Right. So it wasn't like they were first round matches. They were head to head, and they were you know deep in the tournament finals. Mostly, um, it doesn't get the respect it does, and I think it's because. Tennis is is not seen as a you know it's not seen as a major sport in this country. It's seen as like a fringe kind of sport. You know you have to be I don't know. It's a, a special sport that only
2: perception Perception's still play. there right. But that yeah. was then, Karen. Perception that that was so then. There. But what about now? You know that that, that was then.
3: I you know I still I I still think people see it as a, a a fringe sport with the exception and I hate to say this if there's an American man who's number 1 then they pay attention to it like when Andy Roddick alpha male Andy Roddick was you know number 1 or close to number 1 they paid more attention to it and that so I, right? that is my yeah. perspective outside of the country all over that I think it's different tennis is very popular outside of the US uh, but but i 'll tell you one thing uh more people started playing tennis again since the pandemic began mm-hmm. because it 's just you know a sport that you 're outside mostly and you 're far apart from other people <laughs> in a and way I, and I'll tell
2: you what, Karen, you had a hard time finding tennis balls this time last year. they were all on a loading dock out in. Of- long beach well we got we they're in the stores now you get them on sale (laughs) (laughs) and we're up against
1: it but all the stuff that we're talking about having to do with the the popularity or getting it back as far as this sport the uphill battle continues because not only do we have to wait for a player to to get there but now this sport has to deal with pickleball oh yes they got to deal with that And, and listen that that is no small hurdle because this sport is taking over tennis courts
3: Oh, it is so God, I, I, even in my own town the, yeah. the um all of the tennis public tennis courts have a pickleball court within them, so yeah. and the thing is, it's becoming so because it's a smaller court, you don't have to move around as much at all um you know and I think that's why, yeah, and a lot of uh, yep
1: anyway yep. Karen listen we, get, we got we got we gotta run, but uh maybe we'll get a chance to talk to you. hopefully something will happen this week where we will need your perspective next weekend and we can have you back. Okay, all right. So, you know, tell your old man that we may be calling again just in case. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Karen. Karen Pustina, Tennis Panorama, joining us. It is Sam and Greg going to come back, talk about the big parade and and just the whole celebration with the Bulldogs. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.